Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. You're listening to the best comedy podcast according to podcastawards.com. This is Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. I have the biggest award hard-on ever. Oh, we're preaching fun here, folks. It's an award-winning hard-on. Uh, it's such an award-winning hard-on. Mm. It's a separate award ceremony for that, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same award. No, no, no. That's a dark award. Right, what are you guys talking about? We don't broadcast um, that one. We, we, we won, then almost, wait a minute, what's going on, and then go ahead and, and win the Best Comedy Podcast Awards. <laughs> this, yeah. this is the gift that keeps on giving. I love That's this so thing silly. so much. Oh. I uh, we we were all together. So so we if you haven't seen our little acceptance speech, it's on uh, Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's on mm-hmm. our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Uh, and uh, we recorded that quickly after the bucket show. After we got a uh, a stern email from the podcast award people saying that we we need bios and uh, and thank you speeches from from everyone. And so we sent it. And so we sent it. And uh, uh, it, it was funny because the first email had like an underlined. If you do not cooperate, you'll be banned from competition for the next three years. Banned! And I was like, if the person who's not motivated to send you anything probably <laughs> isn't worried about being banned for three years. But we were. Yeah, we were. We were worried. We wanted our precious award. We wanted our accolades. We did it. We said, just in case we won, we want to win. We better get it on there. And there's an email the next day that was like, sorry if my tone was too harsh yesterday. Oh. Right? Which I was like, that means someone else keeps writing back what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but I never want to write it back because I no. was like, "This is the most I can't think of more thankless endeavor." No, it's than t- running the podcast. The job is hard, especially when you don't have a twenty-five thousand dollars website. Yeah. to run from when you only have four grand to run a twenty-five thousand dollars website. I don't. I mean that that might be a ten thousand dollars website. <laughs> <laughs> um. We had a listener. Let me find it. We had a listener write in with what it, what what is a twenty five thousand dollar website. Hold on, let me find it. They actually uh, did the metrics, or they know? No, no, they know from a company they work for, but they can't oh, say who. Oh, okay, cool. But they they get uh, they get that kind of. Uh... Oh, they actually make twenty five thousand dollar websites. Yes. Oh, okay. Ooh. So they they really know. So I said, what, what, what? He gave me a list of company names that we can't say on air because he works for them. Okay. And I said, what makes them so expensive? And he said, uh, project man- management, client meetings, strategy meetings, information architecture, uh, content inventory, wireframe design and review, structure of the site visually, visual design, review of feel, brand, uh, brand cohesion, front end development with Q&A, uh, browser testing, design and review, front end interaction design and implementation in Q&A, back end development, uh, third party API integration. Surfer provisioning. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast award's got to do all this. <laughs> so 
So what makes websites expensive is the bullshit of people getting around and going, hmm, I don't know if it's quite good enough. I don't know if our brand is merging well. What are you talking about? That's what makes anything expensive. I'm not sure this that's has true. enough. I don't sure, I'm not sure this has enough synergy. That's absolutely what makes every single thing that's expensive expensive. Oh, I, I bar remember, farts. I remember then. working for a company when I was brought up for that toy company yeah. where they, they had a very expensive team design their website, but uh -huh. then they had a really expensive contract to hit a certain retainer uh, to work on that site. And then if you went over those hours, they wouldn't do it. They'd say you'd hit your retainer right. and then just not work for you. It and wasn't like we, could, we couldn't even pay them overtime. They were just like, no, they would hit their retainer because they had so many clients. They, would just, right. they only gave you a certain amount of hours. So then we would have uh, a guy on our end add things to the site that we needed uh, in the time that we needed. And then we would get emails from them <laughs> critiquing the brand matching up. Of, right. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, here's your brand matching up. We're getting shit done. Well, that's it. And then, and yeah, they're like, you're using the wrong asset for this. And then all the, and so here's your asset. And the thing is like, nothing that they say is wrong. Right. Everything they say is absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, but you, at the same time, you're like, Take, but we have to get something done. Yeah, yeah. Take money from us to work. Yes. Please <laughs> take this money. And that's the whole thing about the, the like the, the the little Boulder business community, which was like so faux Silicon Valley, was yeah. like they all talked each other up and ripped each other off. Like there was right. no, you know what I mean? There's no. Yeah. Everybody was like very. Everyone seemed to define themselves with, like with both the work they would do and absolutely by the work they would not do. <laughs> so they absolutely set you up. So you'd have to pay another person to do the rest of the work for something right and i used to say like for the money you paid easily i said this is, i was a consultant so i was allowed to talk about it. i was like <laughs> you easily could find a person who could design a website and maintain it and be part of the company you could have found a web designer here. yeah you went to some very fancy yeah. site there's a very fancy guy out get there a, who would work for you for monkey. a year yeah H hire a web monkey for oh yeah. boy now us we don't have a web monkey we we pay cameron uh, Winters, who has multiple clients to maintain a living. Yes. We do not have a $25,000 website. No. But uh, our website's doing just $24,99.99. But we don't need all the uh, interface QA uh, first thing brand matching. Not all of them. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Pretty soon, we're going to have to have that joke button installed. <laughs> Auga. <laughs> <laughs> and sit around and hire consultants to figure out which jokes are, are, are This joke is so off-brand. How off-brand is it? Now you're talking. <laughs> last meeting we got to how brand is it? That's what we got to last meeting. How brand is it? <laughs> how off-brand is it? What? So, well, so I think we should say something about the uh, the controversy, though. Like we, we should, we should explain what was. the controversy was. Because oh yeah, absolutely. I keep, I keep getting all these tweets and everything asking what the controversy was. So a group of seventeen shows. Yes. Group of seventeen shows uh, that were nominated for different awards on the podcast awards. Yeah, right. decided to kind of like team ticket it. Right, right. Which we kind of did with set set lusting Bruce. Mm -hmm. Kind of. I mean, we went on each other's show to cross promote. Right, and we plugged his we plugged his podcast on here. Yeah, that's as far as it went. However, that's yeah. not what these guys did. Correct. So. If, if I if I understand correctly, what these guys did was they made a website yeah. with their seventeen different podcasts on it. Mm -hmm. But all it looks to me like from the website is that they just advertised these seventeen podcasts on the website and then put a link to the voting page. 
If you voted for one of those shows uh-huh. from that site, you voted for all 17 shows. Oh! Yeah. Oh, I did not understand what they did then. Yeah. I thought it was just like, hey, go go to this page right here where we put a link up to and vote for these 17 shows. It just automatically, all it was automatic. You know, you went through and hand clicked in each right. category. So if you, it, just, it site, just auto-filled. It auto-filled yeah. the ballot out for you. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that seems kind of douchey. Exactly right. That was, the, that was kind of like the letter. I, I'm actually, uh, as much as I've been making fun of uh, Todd and the podcast awards, and I have. Uh, yeah. uh, and have I? Um, <laughs> I'm totally on his side here. Yeah. Oh yeah. He made the correct. I thought he did it. He dealt with it in the correct manner. He just pulled the plug on the award show uh, when they found out it was happening, and then said none of the awards are official yet. Which I thought, which I was, I, I get. Right. I don't get having I, a live award show. I, I sent him an email. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said that they weren't official, now I sent him an email. I was like, well, what about us? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I basically was like, I was, I was, I thought it was funny. And then I was um, panicked for a moment that it would have been one of ours. Yeah. <laughs> that I was like, we explicitly said we want to play by the rules because winning the award, which we did, is awesome. Feels, right. Feels lovely. It does. It does. Uh, losing the award would have been hilarious. I would have loved to have sat down here right now with a list of things to go off on about yeah. losing, not winning the award. Yeah. I, I had that all teed up, as a matter of fact. I was Especially ready. if we had lost to anyone except Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if we lost to Gilbert, I had, I had an angle. And if we lost to anyone else, we, had, we, we, we would have had... A lot uh, of other angles. Fodder for days. <laughs> yeah. And that makes good podcasting all good. If one of our guys fucked us out of the awards <laughs> by creating oh. a cheating Magoo situation, yeah. that would have been awful. But see, that's just the, the, the wonderfulness of the scoops. They, they play by the rules, and we yeah. just have and that dominate. many. We have that many devoted, kind-hearted fans who voted for us many times over. That's yes. the thing. The, the accolade itself, whatever. It's just, it's just an advertising chip. Yep. You know, we need stuff like that. It helps us stay relevant. It it's helps, great. It's it helps helpful. Our, it helps our friends and family who don't want to listen to the podcast yep. go, good job, you guys. My right? mom voted for us on the podcast awards. Jesus. Yeah, she told me yesterday. She was like, I voted for you guys. I helped. I own another dick pic then. I own another dick That's right. That's what, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> Send my mom you. a dick pic. <laughs> Matt. It's an IOU right there. You were behind, sir. I am. I am. Written in dicks. IOU. <laughs> the U is the hardest one to get. Um, the O ain't easy. <laughs> but it, it was amazing because like, we, we won the award and I was excited. And then I really was overwhelmed by emotion. And the emotion wasn't like, we really are the best. The emotion was, <laughs> we really are the we best. We really are as good as I think we no, are. Yeah. I was like, Paul and I have dealt with enough failure and we keep going that no award or lack of award would keep us or stop us from no, keeping going. We, we, we require no outside encouragement or derision to, to push that, us in either way. Whatever that old movie quote is, I got nowhere else I gotta be. I got nowhere else to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Me, on the other hand, the award. I got nowhere has, else uh, I gotta be. That's what it is. I got nowhere else I gotta be. <laughs> you got me all day, Sarge. I can do this for as long as necessary. I have no pressing engagements. <sighs> the award is the award is keeping me going. I was I was all set to walk. The award no, the award is uh, fuck you, Jacob. The award has kept me on board. <laughs> so for all of you Jacob haters out there, it would be funny if we had to get another audio guy, but we still recorded at the churn. Oh, still... We just keep showing just up. Guys, place. get out! <laughs> no, no, man, no. no. This... It'd be funny if you just you just charge us rent and, like oh. you just ate breakfast downstairs, <laughs> yeah. like you didn't care. Just hang out. Oh boy. <laughs> Every now and then, just come in and shut the door. Austin, the audio guy here, just sitting in Jacob's house. 
Well, I know it's all to the good, and and it is it's something that we we did need, and it's it's a nice little boost, and yeah, hopefully it'll bring some more listeners in. The yeah. only, the only the, thing that I wish from the uh, from the cheating scandal that we had gotten out of it because it did not affect our category at all. No, they they, they did not have one of the when the cheating podcast. Uh, they said they weren't cheating, but whatever. That so one of the one of the nefarious. Yes, they they were not in the comedy uh, category at all. But there were three, so they had 17 of them, and they won 14. Ah. So there were three categories that had one of the cheating podcasts in it where another podcast won anyway. Yeah. And I do kind of wish that we had been one of those. Yeah. I, I mean, wish that we had beat one of the one of the ones that had cheated. I, well, wish, here, I wish we had played against somebody that was che- that was cheating and we still won. Like I said, when when Gilbert called Penn and said, hey, can you, can you retweet or make a plug for the podcast awards? I was like, we're fucked. We're out. I, I know... Our ratings, and I know Gilbert's ratings, so I was like, right, this is bad. This mm-hmm. is bad news. So when we won, it really was overwhelming emotionally, not because, I mean, Gilbert Godfrey is fucking Gilbert Godfrey, so yeah. there's no chance in the world I'm saying like, aha, got you, Gilbert. No. Oh, I can say now, because I was literally <laughs> just gearing up to say the other week when, when these awards got announced and we found out that we were up against Gilbert's show, yeah. I was that week, I was about to say on this show, Gilbert's show has become my favorite show on uh, out of all the podcasts. <laughs> if I had been voting honestly, I would have voted for Gilbert's show. <laughs> um, it, but... Uh, 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 but the fact that we we won means our listeners were so fucking dedicated. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly what that means. And Jen Brown kicked it off, uh, and really and really kind of and the troops rallied around her tweets before we really got on air and got to get behind it. So yeah, so I we owe her a thank you. And then um, and a dick pic, Matt. Our, uh, our, okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, can I send the same one to your mom? No. And her? Okay. So yeah. Two different. Dick. Having okay. a little integrity. Okay. All right. Just trying to. Two birds of one stone, but uh, two birds of one bone. That's what and, those uh, seventeen podcasts did, Matt. <laughs> did not pay. Uh, so, uh, but the idea that, like, uh, you know, Michael Altsroth uh, as yeah. well as Ryan Ace, but Michael Altsroth did, I think, like fourteen different I don't even campaign know, yeah. visuals for it. He really um, busted his ass. He really busted his ass for it. And so, Michael uh, reminded me to vote every day. But the Visual Mafia really made it fun I mean, it was a fun yeah. event to rally around that was going to make it fun to lose even it was so much fun trying to do it that mm-hmm. losing would have been just as funny and fun for us i think because we'd rallied around it yeah as an event the event itself was worth it for us and so when we won i was really just i was happy for the listeners i was just happy that they they like it's as, as if they surprised us uh, like on our birthday or something do you know what i mean like it's not right. like, the award itself doesn't matter that our listeners gave this to us uh, that they they I the, you don't understand it took amazing dedication all of you must have been voting every fucking day for us to have won properly and yeah. so uh it's just unbelievable it feels great yeah so it feels great as someone who's talking to you the listener right now thank you very much thank, thank you, you thank you thank you it's wonderful thank you so much guys getting a tweet that asked uh, dipping Nuts jack dad if, if did we win the award i love that dipping Nuts jack was on board i didn't would not have told my kids that we were for the award in the event that we would lose they would be heartbroken <laughs> hey <laughs> See that just shows you that just shows you the faith that Dippin' Dots Jack's dad had. Yeah, like hey, they're gonna get it. That's true. They got it. I like to think that Dippin' Dot Jack he, he just listens. He's a, he's a scoop. He listens. I think so too. In which case, don't repeat anything you hear at school. <laughs> 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 at least not around the teachers. If you repeat it around the kids, you'll be very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So what else happened to us? No, I was in uh, Minneapolis for the Improv Festival out yeah, there. How'd yeah, how'd that go? Improv Fest 10. 
Uh, so fun. So fun. Did you meet up with some scoops? Uh, yes. Uh, three, three listeners came out to see the show nice. over there in Minneapolis. Great. Uh, which was great. Uh, very flattering, especially because it was, it was a midnight show uh, that we were part of. We were the second show in a midnight show. And I was laughing Ooh. because we, uh, I have two kids, three and one. And then uh, Lucas uh, Calhoun from New York came out and he has a kid who's uh, four. And then uh, James Asmus who came out, he has a, he has a, a kid who's three. And I was laughing because like at like 1030, we were grabbing dinner. And then, like, we were laughing and catching up. And I was like, oh, man, we just had a great night catching up. All of us want to go home and go to bed right now. Right. <laughs> None of us want to perform. Right. Right now. <laughs> we, well, that was a good dinner. We, we're old dudes. We're old dudes. <laughs> Our kids get up in the AM. We are just... <laughs> and I was just like, we showed up. I was like, Butch, by the way, you took three guys with very young kids and put them on a 1230 show. All of us, are, we're just done. We're tired. <laughs> yeah. We're tired and we're done. We would have taken a 6 p.m. slot in the, in the fest if you'd invented like, like a 5 p.m. slot. We would have taken it. And, and a 10 a.m. 5 p.m. slot with dinner. And I can't believe that I'm at <laughs> that show. I'm at that place. You know, like I started as a kid, I started doing a show every Friday and Saturday at, at uh, 11, uh, 11.30 at night. Uh huh. You know, that, that was what we did at Improv Jam in Red Bank, New Jersey. Get your jam on. What's that smell? Jersey. Jersey jam. Sweet, sweet Jersey jam. It's my improv Jersey Jam. Jersey Improv Jam. What's up? I'm Improv Jersey Jam. <laughs> Coming to you from the Jersey Shore with some rock hot videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Jersey Jam is leaking. <laughs> I'm like a Stretch Armstrong doll that got punctured. Goo. <laughs> Get my Jersey Jam. <laughs> That's your first go-to for goo? Yeah. Is it, is it broken Stretch Armstrong? No, there's no leakier jam. <laughs> That's the grossest. Than Stretch. Um... <laughs> It, I guess that's a, a very thick corn syrup. Is it? That's what does, I it have, does it have to be edible because it's a toy that can break? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has probably to be, so. has to be uh, non-toxic. Something that oh. won't kill them. I wonder how many toys are there I can eat. I wonder how many people ate the insides of a Stretch Armstrong straight up, just sucked it. I wonder how many other people ate the insides of a Stretch Armstrong besides Paul. I didn't. Paul, if uh, suddenly like a, you know, like the, uh, a catastrophic situation happened and you had to eat your toy collection to survive oh man what would you eat first there's not i don't think there's anything edible in my toy collection it's all just it's all plastic right who would you eat first it'd be wood i'd have to see search out wood stuff <laughs> it'd be the only thing with any kind of caloric value so who would it be i get it'd be my comic books <laughs> i'd eat my comic books i'd and burn them and eat them i need a name who would you eat first i i wouldn't eat any of my toys <laughs> <laughs> Who do you value the least? Who do I value the least? Obviously, Fisto. No, it, I'd start with wrestling figures. <laughs> I'd have a lot of wrestling figures. I got some doubles. I'd have plenty of wrestling figures to eat for a while. Before I even started on figures I give a shit about. I, and, you know, I can tell you exactly who I'd start with. Okay. Adam Rose. <laughs> you have a specific wrestler? Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yep, yep. yep, Adam Rose. Uh, I'd, I'd come out, I'd eat the Adam Rose figure. He just got thrown out of WWE under crazy circumstances. He's In his, real life, he got thrown out? Yeah, his figure is worth nothing now. Uh, Not that it was it was worth that much anyway, Yeah, but like it's a, it's a $10 figure that's worth like three bucks. Oh, now. that's awesome. Oh, it's worth less than what, it, what it's oh, actually oh, like Oh, yeah, worth. yeah, yeah. No, the retail is like... Like it only might increase in value by taking it out of the box. And through the bottom. No, it, it's so bad. It's a shame, too, because he's kind of a fun character. 
he's he's a case. Why is he out? A lot of weird stuff going on with poor old Adam Rose. So I guess he has a special needs child. Okay. And he and his wife. They try to bring him to every game, like that baseball player. Right. He brings him to every game. He put. Well, he. I don't think that baseball player had a special needs child. I the think gimmick he is a kid. just the, had a kid. The gimmick yeah. is he throws him in the ring. Yeah. And lets him flop around in the ring for a little while. <laughs> and then no. God. <laughs> he's blind, so yeah, he just he's lets just him like, find his way out. Do it. No. Uh, they spin him around three times. But I guess he got a special needs kid. I guess he himself is ADHD. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's hereditary. No, I'm kidding. I don't know anything. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I shit. don't know enough about it. But he got caught up in that whole wellness violation thing, like a lot of guys are lately, by either doing steroids or drinking or drugging or whatever. Okay. And uh, so there's a substance violation. That's the that was the accusation, and then he retorted, "This is he 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 did the the sin." The unpardonable sin of retweeting and bringing up the situation ah. in the public, right? Breaking kayfabe, as it were. That doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say this sounds very. Any, any kind of was like, yo, this was prescribed medicine from my doctor that I got tested positive on. Oh, okay. And all that kind of thing. But then within that's the, what all the NFL players do is they cry Ritalin, right? But within the same, within the same breath. And within the same day, he got caught up in a domestic violence thing. It was really weird. So, bad. My doctor prescribed that I beat my wife. <laughs> Doctor's orders. You and I must go to the same doctor. <laughs> I'm going to put you on 500 milligrams of beater ass, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that'll change things for you. Uh, if it doesn't, come back. We'll try Whooper Tail and... Uh, uh, Curb stomp. Uh, oh, Jesus. But, <laughs> I've been getting a lot of positive results from curb stomp. <laughs> Whooper tail has some side effects. Redness. Itching. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But you know, start with beater ass and see where it takes you. <laughs> Don't take too much. Don't take too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like if the doctor he was going to was just another wrestler with a doctor moniker, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Doctor's orders from Doctor Menace. <laughs> Take these steroids now. I was just watching something on uh, YouTube about wrestlers' old gimmicks that then they changed up. Right. Uh, I can't remember the name now. It's gonna well, kill also, me. You, we talked about the old like um, stereotypes they used to do, right? Oh yeah, even like you know the Iron Sheik and Sergeant Slaughter and stuff, just yeah. taking taking the taking the news, rip, ripping from the headlines. Rip from the head. Well, this the Kane, yeah, the guy who ended up being Kane, yeah, was a dentist. His first gimmick was a dentist. Was like, Wait, he was a dentist or his like thing? His it, thing was a dentist. So he, oh, he geez. he was a pretend dentist. He was a wrestler. wrestling dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can't remember his damn name now. I don't know why that didn't stick. It was something really funny, but I can't remember the name now. Like Root Canal. Root Canal or something. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't that. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you talked about how wrestling has a problem where everyone's just kind of like a general badass. There's no even like good guy. They're just everyone's trying to be like out, out snark badass each other. Uh-huh. Um, you you have to because you can't do anything. The polit- political correctness is taking, taking away a lot of the. Yeah, the gimmicks are, are, are going. 
Yeah, it's hard to keep a gimmick going. And now it's trying to think of like, would you have like a you know a, a, a terrorist? Right. The closest thing they have is Rusev, who's just a Russian dude. Yeah. He's like, oh, Russia is is badass. Yeah. We are, we are badass still. I mean, if this was in the '80s, you would have. Well, I mean, yeah, you had you had Hulk Hogan headbutting other countries' flags. Yeah, he headbutted flags, guys. <laughs> like, I'll show you flag. I'll give you the old headbutt. Ridiculous! I, I, would be, I would be Saddam insane. Oh, Saddam insane! <laughs> they had that basically. They, had, have, they uh, had when Sergeant Slaughter. You remember when that's that what happened? I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter went over to the Iraqi side. He yeah. became an Iraqi sympathizer. That's. <laughs> you had you had Colonel Mustafa, and uh, some uh, an Iron Sheik. Oh boy, I would go out as Uday and, and Kuse Hussein oh, as a tag team no. wrestling match. I go out as Saddam's dead kids. Oh. <laughs> a zombie, zombies, Uday. zombie Uday and Huse. Yeah, that would be that'd, that'd be my favorite wrestler match. Um. Oh yeah, so I was at the Minneapolis Improv Fest. Yeah, saw some great shows. Uh, saw Bass Prov reunion. I saw them at the 08 uh... Joe Bill and Mark Sutton. Yeah. Well, it was Joe Bill with, um, oh, from SNL. And from time's SNL. Up, time's up. Sorry. Time's Damn up. Damn it. Everybody drink. Horatio Paul Sands. Paul started a story it that was, he didn't know the ending It was of. Joe Bill and Horatio <laughs> Sands at that 08 uh, uh, Close Improv Festival. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I've seen Bass Prov before. Yeah. We were at the same fest, by the way. We were both we there. Hadn't, we hadn't met yet, but we, we were at the same fest. Look at that shit, man. Yeah. Tiny world improv. Um, <laughs> uh, I saw Jill, Jill. You didn't meet. Can you? Well, it's not that. Tiny. Like, oh, it's a it's tiny a, world. It's a, it's a tiny Except world. We didn't meet. It's a big well, enough one that we hadn't met then. Yeah, it's a tiny world. That's the biggest. Or meet there. It's the biggest improv festival. That might be. That's got to be the biggest improv festival. It's like eighteen people. Del close. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the big ass improv festival. They call it like the big ass improv fest in uh, Texas, but I don't yeah. think it happens anymore. There you go. I mean, uh, it's certainly it's the the yeah the. Imagine by both length and the amount of performers, it mm. goes it goes all weekend. Right, that's all. Yeah, right. and uh, it used to be it used to only be about like forty eight hours, and it used to only happen in one theater. So it was a big thing for, for yep. people to try to stay there. By the time I went, yeah, try and stay the whole time. Try yeah, to stay there, the whole time. There were at least four venues, and you couldn't even get to a lot of them because they were ticketed. Right, and then there was like extra stuff. There was like prime this, time. Yeah, oh, it's, dude. It's, it's, it's this big pain in the ass. It, I stopped going because it became a big pain in the ass. It was rough. It was yeah. rough to see the shows you really wanted to, but I, I sat in for one night and got a lot of great stuff. Because you used to also be able to do like, the, it used to be, they used to, have, they used to put so many slots up that even with the visiting performers, there just wasn't enough to fill them. Yeah. So then they did all these weird other improv shows, which they still kind of do, but it's not the same. You know, because when you do like, I did a show, my last Douglas Marathon, I was asked to sit on a show where someone, what's the what's the rule? It's a rule in theater where if there's a gun, if there's a gun on stage, it must go off, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever that rule is. Yeah. It's a gun on stage. And so uh, I was asked to do a two-person show with someone who where they just put a gun out. And we do a two-person show, and and we just do scene after scene where there's a gun on stage, and so at some point someone have to get shot. And it it's a really fun concept, but they put us on at like 4 a.m. in one of like the the C or D venues, and there was like 10 people in the audience, and two of them were asleep. And I was like, this is rehearsal. This is a rehearsal, right? 
was like, yeah. oh, the whole premise of this would be that you've had a fun audience there kind of waiting to watch, but mm-hmm. like just, just exploring it in practice in front of a few people was torturous. And I said, it's like 3am to do this show. Doing then, anything at 4am yeah. is just, well, that's the thing, that's the thing about going on even at 1230. Like I did, I've never, I've never, I mean, there've been times where I have been tired at a show, but this was the first time in my life. And now I'm 38 that I was like, it's too late. It's yeah. just too late. It's too late to be doing See, shows. That, that's why Bucket Show is still 11.30 and not midnight. Even though it would be more convenient for us to be at midnight, 11.30 just makes that little bit of mental difference. Like, it's not midnight. The idea that I go be home a half hour earlier in my head makes a huge, huge difference. And you never are. Uh, we, were close. We, we, we get started at like 11.40. We're pretty yeah. good. For, for being on stage at 11 o'clock. Well, this week to help that problem, we there. booked an opening act. So that'll help. Our opening yes, act can go on right away. And we, then we did. Can, can we, we can... mention that now? Oh, we sure. Yeah, yeah. It? It's we a show tonight. A, we found a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, if you, yeah, you're downloading this Wednesday. It's tonight. At tonight, the Bucket Show. We found this up-and-coming magician named uh, Penn Gillette. Oh, it's nice. Who's uh, doing uh, a couple of tricks that he can't do in the Penn & Teller show because they're too small. Oh. So he loves the intimate venue of the Bucket Show. Uh, and so he's coming out this Wednesday. I'm so glad he's had good experiences at our show. I, I know. Right? I know, like, I know. Like he could have gone either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I can conf- confess to him in the Penn Sunday School that, that uh, when he's there, I'm only performing for one person. <laughs> there it is. And, he was like, and then he's like, I can go. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want you to leave either. <laughs> Stay. Um, but yeah, so Penn will be at the Bucket Show. Awesome. Um, doing some really cool stuff. Doing some Doing some neat things he's been working on. Yeah. Uh, am I going to have to get real uh, up close with the camera? Am I going to have to act like a cameraman on the street with the, with the, oh, go, with the uh, GoPro? With, with, uh, with the, um, the periscope? GoPro periscope, yeah. I guess so, but you don't want to get too close, right? You don't wanna, We don't want to get dirty angles on well, this. Well, that's you know? exactly it. I got to right. talk to him about, like, we got to make sure them angles are clean. Yeah, yeah. Them angles, though. Them angles. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Whatever. You just talk to him about it. I think you just shoot it straight on from the front. You should be fine. Yeah. Okay. That seems like a good angle. I think um, he's just trying to push it so you, he has to give away secrets to you. I think that's going on there. Give me your precious magic secrets. Secret. The magics. The secret is the keystering. <laughs> yeah, suitcases. I keister this dove. <laughs> uh, you just did a card trick, but with a dove up your butt the whole time. Yeah, that's right. There's no trick there. It's the nope. secret. The secret. Do you, do you work at uh, Best Buy? Yes. <laughs> Just part time. <laughs> okay. So you do magician. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you sometimes do yeah, magic. Mostly, mostly computer stuff. When I taught, uh, <laughs> when I taught uh, my workshop. Yeah. At uh, uh, at the Twin Cities Improv Fest, someone was there wearing a Best Buy Geek Squad shirt, ah. and I was like, oh, okay, one. Is this person a listener and they're fucking with me? Or is this person actually legit Best Buy Geek Squad? And? I didn't want to find out. No, no, no. Because <laughs> there's no good way I could have found out, right? They, they, that's too soon. They couldn't have been I was basically like listening yet. I was I was like, I got to get... I, I really wanted just a picture and just to tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> to, hey, that would have been good, yeah. Just no comment. What's found him. Found him. Found him. Uh, and the, and, uh, and he, he could have looked... He, you could have cast him as the role. Oh, great. So, uh... uh I, I was a little worried, uh, but I just didn't have the guts. I was a total puss. <laughs> yeah. I was a total fucking puss about it. So I didn't do it. There was an improv group there called Blackout. Yeah. And it was an all-black cast. Mm. 
and it was it was a curious situation for me. I had I, I had they were great. They were funny. Yeah, very funny. And it was interesting for me to I basically was uh, here are my thoughts without um, without with pro, with trying to fight my inner racism and then uh, without trying trying I'm trying to express thoughts that aren't racist. Right. Good luck. Okay. I was curious if, if it we were, it was disappointing that we weren't past that time, right? Like if you put together an all girl improv group right now, mm-hmm. it would raise no eyebrows. No right. one would give a shit because there's so many. There one there have been so many, and there are still several kicking right now. Yeah, and there's no novelty. You know what I mean? There's like, not in as terms much of, novelty. There's not no as novelty, novelty to to women doing improv, right? To, if it's all women or mostly women or right. whatever, it doesn't it doesn't there's not. The gender divide has been attacked pretty hard. Yeah. Now, improv is white. You know, improv is still white and uh, it's diverse, you know, with sexual, you know, orientation and it's diverse with gender. Um, I'm all for equal rights. No, I'm not. But, you know, they came out and they were all black and they talked about being all black. And then they had, you know, their formers basically kind of exploring black issues. And it was really great, but also kind of like, oh, you know, it, it just seemed a little weird to me. It seemed like they kind right. of, you kind of. It's it's something you don't go to an improv show expecting to think about. Right. It's, and then, it's not where your headspace is. And it certainly made me, put me personally, put me in a personally place where I was, I felt observed as I appreciated them. Right. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I hate I hate feeling like that. Right, and and but they have every right to make me feel that way. Right, you right. know, like it's sure, not like racial equality isn't happening, so it's not like you know. I mean, it's still shitty to feel like that when you yeah. when you're not planning on doing that kind of thing. But it, I mean, you know, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's still it's still a necessary thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was we're I was kind of like that, you should just you should you. I want it to be not that they, what they're doing is fantastic. They were great performers. They had a great show. I want it to be where all all black cast can get together and, and not have them go like, "Whoa, all black cast." Now I mean, that now for Minneapolis, even more so. <laughs> just not. I mean, improv is pretty white, and the Minneapolis is pretty uh, white. So, I uh, uh, maybe 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 regionally it, it also makes as much sense, right? But it just was like, "Wow, it's 2016, and we still have to be like, hey, we're all black." Now, how how uncomfortable would it have been if they had been terrible? Oh, I would have felt. How much worse would that have been? Yeah, that would have been awful. Yeah, man. At the at the, I don't know if I told you about the the improv, the Del Close that I went to. We went and saw this group. Me and my 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 crew. We went and saw this group, and and they <laughs> were crew. They were so bad. They How were, bad were they? They were just awful. And then we went to another venue to go watch some other improv. Right. Same people got up under a different name. Yes! They had booked twice under a different name. It was the same people. And they did the same fucking garbage show. I wanted to scream. Holy <laughs> fuck. That's fucked up. It was bad. Were that's they similar names? Up? Were the I, names similar? Like, were they somehow even, related? That, even, it was so bad, though. That, I, all I that is had proof this, that the, the, the marathon's gotten too big, is uh, if you can sneakily get... Well, that was that was years ago. But they had this... Yeah. They had this that's awesome. They had this tall, older lady... Who was just, oh, God, I want to tear my eyes out thinking about her. I was like, shut <laughs> Paul, up. Paul, that lady was Pat Summit. No, you wish. Uh, <laughs> the winningest basketball coach. You wish. Ever. So I, yeah, it's it's also hard, you know, 
when you're young, like our first Del Close Marathon shows were like very important to us. Mm. And therefore those shows were just okay. Mm. Oh know? yeah. Like it was like the third year where we actually had, we actually were, we were in a late enough slot that we did our regular Saturday night slot in Jersey and yeah. then drove out to New York. Right. And our third year, we finally had like a really great show at like 3 a.m., which by the way is a good slot. Yeah, better than uh, four at the main theater. No, at the main theater, the, the main theater. That's good. You'd rather perform at like three or four o'clock in the morning than you would at uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon. We had a we had a twelve thirty slot, I think. Super yeah. Yum Yum. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. afternoon, yeah, it was still it was sparse. It yeah. was all right. We had decent people, but it wasn't. Yeah, they're just not in the mood to like roar. No, they weren't asleep, but they weren't. Yeah, rock and roll. They're, they're just spending the afternoon with you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so uh, our show was so horrible that we basically went to a diner and like fought with each other. Oh, and it was the kind of thing like it was like it was one of those things where, like we all were like I can't believe we have to fucking go to New York right now and do a show and it's supposed to be an important show but we just fucking hate each other right now. Yeah, we're just hating. We're just hating what we're doing. We're hating the way we're playing with each other and we just fucking had it out at, at a diner in Jersey and then we all drove in and did just an unbelievable show. In well, New York. it's exactly. I'm about to start doing my long form class. Yeah, and I'm reading Napier's new long form book, which is brilliant. Of course, I've, I've I've only read the first book. I didn't realize he had a second. He it just came out. Okay, cool. Like just came out. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm like uh, I, that's part of the reason I'm teaching this class is because I wanted to use this Napier book can write it. about improv like no other. <sighs> Man, he's he just knows. Uh, and I just wanted to I wanted to get this book in my head as well because I've been teaching off of um, improvise for a long time. Yeah, it's so good. But it's exactly what he talks about, and especially in long form, how intros how how you know how important it is to get a get an info intro right oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and exactly what you're talking about is like if we put importance on these performances if we make them these important things we're fucked yeah you're fucked you that, that's, he was the one who told me one time he's like second city auditions is his least favorite day of the year yep. he's never seen more brilliant people do shittier work talks about it all the time nothing talks worse about than watching more in, in, in that book yeah the, he said there's a direct correlation between the uh, inverse correlation between the quality of improv and the importance of improv. That's exactly it. Oh, if yeah. you make it something that has to be good, it turns to shit because right. you get precious about it and you don't play, which is the fucking thing of it, right? Yeah. You have to not give a fuck in a way. Yeah. It, but it's but how do you do that in an important situation when you want a job? It's really hard. But to but the more you do it, the longer you're in it. The more you get oh, to without that, a doubt, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. to that point where you can just cut loose. Uh, but it's fascinating just how you have to just say, meh, yeah, whatever, yeah. It'll, it'll do its thing, and and you know, cart before the horse. It in a lot of ways, just get out there and start moving and yeah. let things happen. Yeah, instead of just standing there trying to think of what's the best. Wait, thing, where does the cart the right and the thing? horse go? Cart goes behind the horse. What? Yep. See? Oh, fuck. I always put them next to each other. Although in improv, the cart goes in front of the horse. Oh, okay. The horse, good. It's the horse's job to catch up with the cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. runaway cart. Yeah. Cart just, cart's just rolling free. It's downhill. If the horse catches up to it, great. Usually in improv, the horse ends up getting on it like a skateboard <laughs> and popping poppin fucking uh, cart ollies and shit. That's when you got a good show. <laughs> horse and cart as one yeah like tony hawk um uh, all right so yeah so catch catch pen at the bucket show this wednesday today oh yeah today and then uh tonight 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 and then uh oh 11 30 art square theater 
So uh, we had someone last week, I believe, write us about their friend who's losing their kidney. Their kidney I removed. think so. Right. Uh, yes. So they are going to take us up on our idea. Flat kidney. To do flat kidney. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so. Wait, uh, can they do that? Uh, can they what do you mean do, can they do that? that? No, I just uh, someone trademarked. No, a friend of mine just a couple of months ago had some surgery. I think it was a, a hip replacement. Oh, they're not using the actual kidney. Oh, come on, Jacob. <laughs> they're not taking the organ around. No, no. that's what I wanted. No, they're the going to make a cartoon no. flat version. I of it. wanted. Uh, I wanted no. the organ <laughs> in different places. No, I wanted. I wanted an actual human kidney yeah, on no, a shelf. No, and they can't do that. We've been, someone has written us, and they want us to uh, decide which flat kidney to use and the answer to me is both we'll put them both up on our on our facebook page but uh they draw this is what i think paul described there oh i like that one is the is a little black and white ugly kidney and then there's a yep. there's an in color one which is great where the tube of him is wrapped around to make him look like he's saluting <laughs> i like i like the tube one i, I like too. the color tube that's the that's flat kidney to me okay all right well let's go with that one then so we'll put yep. this up and say hey everybody Print this out and have flat I love that he, flat kidney on the, your adventures. Also, if anyone has a human kidney that you can take pictures in different places of, that would be even that would be even better. Send all of those pics to Jacob at Hayscoops.com. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Jacob. All right, so we'll put up we'll put up red red kidney bean kidney. Yes. Okay, so we'll put that up and you guys can can uh, print it out and send uh we'll we'll figure Jacob out. Jacob at Matt and Mattingly. Uh, uh it's also it's both. Oh, do we have uh, both? Yeah, you have both. Oh, I had no idea. Um, so, because uh, this is so easy to type, it's so much yeah, easier it to type. So it's all—all all of us are all at, We are all at Mad oh, Manly. We're all at Hay Scoops. Um, just the three of us. Anyone else who is as a Mad Manly just just as that bad Manly. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so so uh, we'll we'll, say, we'll get the flight candy going. So for everyone who knows, just we'll send a little get well to. Uh, we only know her as Cancer Girl, but we'll figure out where yeah. to send it, um, so that you guys compile all the adventures of of. Flat kidney. Yes. The kidney that was removed from Cancer Girl is off, off on his adventures around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's get into some scoop mail. Fuck yeah. Oh, yes. I got a hankering for some scoop mail. <laughs> Message for you, son. Physical scoop mail. Physical scoop mail. Holy shit. Again. Physical scoop mail. We got two physical scoop mails. Wow. Maybe we'll save one for the second show. All right. Save one for t- tomorrow. Uh, so let's see. We got this one here, which is from, as I slowly open this, Sarah Boyle. Yay. Oh, last time this was a, a, a mountain of mayonnaise. Uh, yeah, this is not a mountain of mayonnaise this time. <laughs> uh, dear Jacob and those guys that he'll read this to, first, please excuse my terrible handwriting. Uh, now Jacob can use that as a reason if he stumbles uh, when you are uh, announced that Gilbert was actually competing for Best Comedy Podcast Award. Uh, my husband, uh, that would be uh, Steve, who says y'all didn't read the last part of his scoop mail about working at Best Buy. Great. Uh, he decided that even if you do not win uh, in this age, everyone gets a trophy. Uh, we recently bought a 3D printer, and it's great for making mostly useless useless plastic doodles like the one that you'll find in this package. Hopefully it survived with wings intact. It did. Uh, even if you do win the podcast for, uh, award for Best Comedy Podcast, you can always give this to Gilbert to show that you just weren't sore winners. Uh, otherwise, I hope this finds you all great at home in the churn, putting my plastic obelisk in your facial orifices. Sarah Boyle, sorry again about my penmanship. Oh, and she right. sent us... 
a, uh, a little obelisk with a Pegasus on top that says uh, second best comedy podcast. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, this is even better than the actual thing. I love second best comedy podcast. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's really cool that that was made on a 3D printer. Yeah, this is badass. Yeah, that's really neat. That must have taken hours to create. Yeah. Those things do not go quickly. No, they don't. That's when they talk about like printing food. I was like, who the hell has that kind of time? Oh, man. <laughs> I think anybody that's really hungry. <laughs> I think there's an answer to that question. Everything gets made out of ketchup. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. We got one here from Ranchin. Hey, guys. I thought I'd send a quick story about when I found my husband's porn on our computer. Oh, here we go. This is this is exciting. <laughs> this was after I moved in with him, but before we were engaged. My computer had died not too long previously, so he was letting me use his. I downloaded a document from a, from an email, and it didn't ask me what folder I wanted it to go to. Oh, dear. Weird. So now I'm a fairly confu- a computer-savvy person, so I started digging through the files to find the aforementioned document. There it was, right in the folder labeled Downloads. Awesome. Oh, but boy. wait! There's more! What's all this in here? Uh-huh. I found the porn! <laughs> a few videos, some pictures. I was home alone, so I watched some. I was actually surprised that all the ladies in the video had similar body type to myself. All of them were larger ladies, mostly banking on their large breasts and asses. When I mentioned to my then-boyfriend that I had found the porn, he seemed ashamed at first. Oh no, my girlfriend found porn on my computer and I can never live it down. But I told him it was fine. I was actually super happy because all of those ladies looked like me. I didn't feel as self-conscious about my pudge. I think I was uh, a little skinnier than a few of the girls. He doesn't keep a whole lot of porn around anymore, but I do have a bookshelf of naughty comics in our room. Fucking you all in your faces for the camera, Ranchin'. Nice. Nice, Ranchin'. Good stuff. I am guilty of uh, going after p- people who look similar to my wife at strip clubs. Oh. There you go. Like a, we, we all have a type, man. I, I don't, I, it's, it's like, it's like who, who do I hit it off with? It's like I hit it off the same... It's weird that I hit it off the same body type. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. Well, all right. I have to remind myself to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> gotta branch out. That's where I got in trouble for yelling, God damn it, get me a black girl! <laughs> and then uh, I got girls, kicked out. Them girls gotta get through college. Yeah, everyone's gotta get through college, not just the girls who look at my wife. Yeah. Everybody's gotta pay their way through nursing school. <laughs> Hello, nurse! Mm. Here's one from Sour Matty D. All right. Hey, bitches. I thought that subject might get your attention. Uh, I forget what the subject was. <laughs> well, uh, I guess it did. I, apparently so. Uh, I have two things for you. First, I am a supporter of yours on Patreon and recently got my stickers. Yay! Thank you very much. Uh, but recent, uh, but, but really, that took long enough. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, the thing is, the uh, U.S. Postal Service messed up and I got someone else's letter too. I didn't open it and I'm going to send it on to the right person. But should I send this person a gift? I think it'd be fun. What do you guys think I should include? Well, while we're debating this, someone people are complaining they haven't received their stickers yet. So it's uh, like, that's uh, because I've got a stack of them right here that got returned. Oh and, shit! Uh, if you haven't received yours, there are, there are uh, like, ten of them here. I oh, think. Jeez. Uh, so I've got ten ten envelopes here that uh, Ryer sent out. What happened? Uh, something went wrong with the address or whatever, so they just oh. got returned to sender. Uh, Ryer is in process of tracking those people down, and then we're going to resend them. Okay. So oh, if you haven't gotten yours yet, don't despair, because uh, yeah, I've got something that got returned. Sorry for those of you who are waiting patiently. We are trying. Yes. 
Um, and it's just, just, just what it's like to be in the Patreon business. You know what I mean? That's it. Um, business. We're much better at sitting in front of microphones. Oh, so much better. Not that much better if you're listening to this episode. No. And I get where you're like, how great are you? It's like, well, yeah. better than mailing things. Yeah. That's our bar. <laughs> um, so, Actually, I've gotten pretty fucking good at mailing things lately. All right. Well, then, this is your last day as an audio guy. We get That's it. right. Uh, the award is the only thing that keeps me going. What's the, oh, the sweet award for the crown. Um... So, what kind of gift should he include with the uh, with the one he's going to forward on? I'd say a dick pic and then write Matt Pollard Jacob question <laughs> mark. I think that might be the worst idea in the world. <laughs> uh, you could do our old idea that we never got around to and put an actual ice cream cone in a bag, <laughs> in a zip- actual ice cream cone in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Instead, oh. this was an ice cream cone when yeah. I sent it. <laughs> I like all of those ideas. Um, uh, second, I know my boss listens, so I want you to talk him into giving me the promotion, and uh, let's not forget the raise that I've been working towards. I won't give his name, so let's just uh, talk to him like he's a tiny scoop. Okay. Hi, tiny scoop. Listen, Sour Matty D is a fantastic individual, a hard worker, and he's a creative thinker, right? So take, for example... As, as, as anyone would do in a good business recommendation, tell a personal story. Sarah Matty D one time came into uh, possession of someone else's goods that was intended for someone else. And not only did he want to uh, handle the situation himself rather than send it back, he took it upon himself to handle the situation and take it on him. That's, that's a real go-getter attitude. It's, it's a an real, integrity move. It's an integrity move for sure. That's the gift of the Magi. Now, that would just be a regular integrity move on its own. He also wanted to make sure that this person turned, uh, wanted to add something to the, to, the, to the package to make sure that it was not only just a, a situation handled to be resolved, but somehow uh, better for having turning a bad situation into a good one. A situation by, improved. A situation improved. So this is the kind of guy you're working with. And if he can instill those values into the team that works below him, should you promote him, your company's going to be exponentially better. Especially when letters get sent to the wrong people. Yeah, specifically that situation. If that happens at work, you should make him a manager. If this promotion is a promotion to the mail room, for instance, yes, I think that would be really great. <laughs> if it's promotion anywhere else, fuck if we know. Yeah. <laughs> if this is a mailing position, though... Yeah. Sour Matty D is your guy. Shoe yeah. in. Shoe in. Shoe yeah. in. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Give him give him that promotion, tiny scoop. Yep. And uh so uh <laughs> uh put it this way, he is also he is also a he has a Twitter troll of a name, but he has yet to troll me. So that's how much of a good guy he is. Integrity. 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 It does say something. <laughs> we got one here from Scoop Davy Dave. Rockabye Scoop Davy Dave To my fine funny face fucking friends I say hello and help As I have spent the last few months Actively (laughs) going through all the backlogs Of ICS episodes Carefully starting at one and being 15 or so away From the most current I find myself in a serious life changing quandary What? Oh Jesus I find it only fitting that I write Two Las Vegas comedians and their audio minion Asking for help and advice I am a happily married man to a lovely lady. I have a fine corporate job and stop. two beautiful daughters. Then stop. Then stop listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> You're not our guy. Advice <laughs> given. <laughs> We're about this, to take you down a dark path. If this is the life quadrant, then stop. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any problems? Great. <laughs> One might say that I have life by the tail. 
Hasn't always been like that, as raising children is tough, and being married for 15 years is just as tough, if not harder. We have had our ups and downs relationship-wise, but after two re- or after remodeling two homes, children, being broke, and then having some money and a small bout with infidelity... How'd you remodel them children? Uh... uh Plastic surgery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, having a small bout with infidelity by both parties, uh, we have made it out the other end even stronger as a couple and as a family. Nice. So wait, you have a problem that's worse than what that is? <laughs> Here we go. And you want to ask? It's our help. And you're asking us? Maybe it's not a problem. He said a life-altering quandary. Okay. 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 He, he's looking. Because yeah, by the way, we want to know how you figured out that part. I <laughs> like, bet. If it, anyone I, should be having a podcast and talking, it's you, my friend. Right. <laughs> I wager he's looking for career advice, but we'll see. Okay. At this point, I am 100% sure that we are in this thing to the end of time. Right. I can honestly say, if I came home one day to my wife in bed with five interracial men, all I would say is, honey, when you are finished here, grab a beer and meet me in the kitchen. We need to talk. Good, because I just booked a show for Blackout at your wife's house. <laughs> and vice versa, if it were the other way around. I love interracial. It's like a, like, a, like a, a cherry on that Sunday. For yeah. <laughs> so I was like, listen, just five I, Chinese dudes. I want, I want to be as least racist and open-minded as it gets, but let's face it, black people have huge cocks. <laughs> let's just... It's five Scotsmen. After you hear, if you're I was like, oh, my last boyfriend was a black guy, you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> All right. I love my wife, my life, and my family more than anything else in this world. Great. End of mail. Thanks so much for writing in. <laughs> Gentlemen, my problem is this. Oh, no. I lost my faith. Oh. Sounds like you've got faith in your family and your friends and your kids and all that stuff. Yeah. Sounds fine to me. I'm quite proud to say that I am not blaming anyone but myself. However, I can contribute some of this to my avid listening of ICS, PSS, and the community of people surrounding both shows. Holy shit, I never thought this actually happened. (laughs) I really didn't. You don't think this actually happened? No, I never really... You know what I mean? Like, I thought that either... I always feel like people's minds are made up whether they come to listen to us one way or the other. No. Well, I think I think they are, but they're I, th- I think they are, but they're not. Well, he would not have been listening to <laughs> I think Penn. They are, but they're not. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job, President Jacob. I was gonna say this is a political move. Thank you, Senator. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think they're there. I think I think that if if nothing, if, yeah, go ahead, if, clarify, if anything, Jacob. If anything, I think that uh, that shows yes, like this. Yes, but no, of course. <laughs> yeah, no. But yes, of course, sometimes. <laughs> I sure. think that occasionally shows like this might help people verbalize it. You wouldn't That's be all. you wouldn't be listening to Penn Sunday School, us maybe, but if you wouldn't be listening sure. to Penn Sunday School if you weren't at least curious about the atheist point of view. I I gotta get I gotta get this out. Okay. I'm reading the on dove my in face. your butt. I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> Peter will be so happy. Do you have a computer, Dove? Can I fix your hard drive? This dove's name is Peanuts. <laughs> Why? Because it eats the peanuts out of my shit. <laughs> oh, that was... Stuck in my I thought ass. you were going to go somewhere in a pun place, no. but just gross <laughs> no, place. It's, it's just disgusting. Oh, it sounded like it was a real vaudevillian setup yeah, there. I eat a lot of peanuts. I get, uh, I get that part. All right. When it's up my butt. What do you want to get off your chest and out of your ass? Person on my Facebook wall posts stuff about all the terrible floods that have been going on in the Midwest. <laughs> All the uh, the horrible fires that are happening out in the Southwest. Yeah. All these, you know, natural disasters. Kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Finishes it off with, may God be with each one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, well, 
If he was, that's what I mean. Like, what an asshole! <laughs> and if he's and 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 then, Dick. right, this, what do you, as, that's the things like, and I don't know, like it's. I was a believer. I was growing up as fucking I was, Stockholm I was brought syndrome. Up as a Catholic, like if prayer, the prayer thing bothers. Like if if it works, God, if it works, then what is happening before God hears that prayer? What is happening if it doesn't work? And then what is happening after? And in other words, is it on us? Is it on our watch? Yeah. To remind God to take care of shit. Yeah, and then heads up. And people throw all this. This they put all this. Uh, oh, it's 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 man's. I don't man's understand it. Cho- no, it doesn't make. I don't understand. Sense. I don't understand the power of prayer. It doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. So so like, where is why? Does he need a reminder or no? Right. <laughs> and if it's all part of his plan, he's testing people. Then why does he need? In other words, like then why does he if need? If it's prayer gonna happen anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. So if it doesn't matter, then why does so he? So if it doesn't need matter, us? then don't do it. So like, is why there, would you do it? Is he tilting scales? Like I don't understand. Doesn't I don't understand. Make any fucking sense at all? None at all. Uh, no, no. And I was during uh, during the whole uh, shooting massacre stuff of late. Which pick one? Uh, the. Um, Somebody put up, I, thought, I thought it was final answer. Good pick. Uh, I thought somebody somebody put up uh, somebody put up. Hey, let's uh, let's send some thoughts and prayers towards the next one that's gonna happen. Maybe that's how it works. <laughs> well, you saw the thoughts and prayers game. That oh man, I love thoughts and prayers. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's just like seriously, what the? Ooh, it makes me that that made me crazy. Like yeah. hey. All those people that lost everything via natural disaster, aka acts of God, I hope God is with them. Yeah. Wow, he pummels them into oblivion. I what the fuck are you saying? That's, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense at all. None sense. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm just going to get back to the email. Yes, please. Uh, I, I, I just pray that you would, so <laughs> prayer works. Good. Oh, yay! Power of prayer. We're back. Faith restored. Dude. I'm on Twitter, and I do follow the happenings of the community. However, I did not participate as much as I would like, mainly because my anonymity is uh, important to me at this time. I can honestly say I was a man of faith. I believe that my relationship with my wife is built on the uh, is built on that belief 15 years ago. Oh shit! So you had a threesome wedding ceremony. Mm. Your relationship between you two got, and God. We got a little, yep. little, spa- a little space for a little the Holy space, Ghost. A little Holy Ghost in there. <laughs> However, I have had a change of heart. At this point in our marriage, we don't have many deal breakers. However, if I came out to my wife, this would indeed be one. I would lose her, subsequently my children, which would drive me insane, so oh, there fuck. goes the job, too. Uh, her mother is a strong believer to the point that she Wait, is borderline she crazy. job, too? Uh, no, I... Oh, sorry, oh. I missed I missed, I missed her. He said, there goes the job, too. Okay. So I, I, I think just... Okay. Just all, the all deal. part and parcel. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her mother is a strong believer to the point that she is borderline crazy. Uh, my wife is a believer as well, so much so that she has become borderline crazy about it as well. Uh, this will not change. There is not reasoning with this level of crazy. Every day I sit at the dinner table and I say grace. Oh. Uh, but I am living a lie. Ultimately, whatever things transpire next uh, will be my decisions and mine alone. But maybe a funny conversation about it would be nice along the way. Standing over here quietly watching while everyone else is having so much fun fucking your faces. Scoop Davy Dave. Okay. Right, Scoop Davy. We can't have a funny conversation about it. So it just right depends on this call. <laughs> Yeah, I'm well, no, I mean, it wouldn't be bad to have Penn chime in on this. This is this is definitely more his 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 this, wheelhouse. This is true. I hear this letter, and I think, what would Penn say? That's Dude, exactly so, what I was thinking. So, so maybe you could. Let me tell you this. You know what you should do? Could you could you forward this to Penn? Well, I was going to say, as so much as a summation, even just like a what Penn's dying to do, dying, 
No, uh, what no. Penn is eager to do yes. uh, is he wants to, like, uh, in a similar fashion to his radio show, is answer answer people on air. Yes. And then rather than, like, a radio show to have talks and then have someone kind of call in, which we can do, it's just that it's really dumb. So, we, you know, our show works off of Wi-Fi. Yes. And so uh, while we're recording, if we go to Skype, it slows both down because both oh, right. our show mm-hmm. and Skype demand as much Wi-Fi as possible. Uh, through their through their programs, and so, uh, so what we're trying to do now is schedule calls. Yes, to have calls go on the air, and so okay. the system that we're setting up is that you question pen. So you write question pen at gmail.com. Mm. You are writing to Ready Rich, but I think you, I would write exactly that and then ask if you could talk to, on the air. It'd be a great call to have on the air. Well, I mean, yeah. but that I don't know if he's going to. Oh, that you're right. He wants his anonymity. Correct. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. So we got to handle this. We've got to handle this now. This unrussy. Then you just... voice like this. <laughs> I, have a, I have a tough question. My wife and his mother-in-law. Uh, here's the thing. I, I, can I can't right understand now. anything you're saying. Could you? Our, could you? Could you speak up a little bit? My I, family were No, I, I cannot understand you. My could, family were Do you have a filter or something on <laughs> your phone? Because I can't understand you through that filter. My family were Sir, I cannot understand you. I'm taking a real risk. This is exactly how I sound. People are gonna know it's me. People are gonna realize who I am. Hey, coffee cup mouth. Were you calling in Penn Sunday School last no, week? No, that was some other person. It sounded just like you. I can't believe that. Coffee cup mouth. What? Are you an atheist? I, uh, uh, who said that? <laughs> Saying grace every night. Yeah, that's that is kind of the sticker, isn't it? Out of a coffee cup mouth. That's gotta be tough. <laughs> <laughs> About what? About What's Dad saying? Shh, he's praying. I'm kind of praying. <laughs> kind of? Kind of. Honey, are you the coffee cop mouth who called the pet Sunday school last week? <laughs> <laughs> My life is a shame. <laughs> I'm moving a rye, honey. A, a what? Did you I'm say you want, a sa- rye. you want a sandwich on rye? No, I don't want a sandwich on rye. <laughs> so there I am, trying to tell my wife I'm an atheist, and she's making sandwich after sandwich. You know how it is for me to eat sandwiches with his mouth? <laughs> Most of it falls off my mouth. My Mom, jack. Dad wants another Reuben. <laughs> it's hard for me to chew. I'm taking a real gamble here, guys. <laughs> Did you say you were walking but got stuck in a bramble? No, I'm a bramble gamble. Oh, boy. Uh, I need one of those voice disguises. Here's what I can tell you. I can tell you right now that you are definitely raising two atheists. <laughs> if you are saying, if your mom is a, is, is, a, is a religious zealot and her mom, and so grandma's a religious zealot, yeah. and you're saying grace every night uh, at meals, you're raising two atheists right there. <laughs> Work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you right now that you're raising atheists. So that's the good news. Yeah. That's the good news. <laughs> the recipe is, is intact. You, you're, um, I don't think... Here's, 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 here's Matt's answer. All right. You, you, you want to stay with your family, put your family first, right? So I think it's a matter of... Uh, I believe you could let... Your children, as they get older, know in time that you have doubts. I think there's a move to be played at some point to start um, maybe spreading grace around and delegating grace to other people's responsibility. <laughs> so you have to say grace as often. Um, I think it's okay to, to maybe rather than say your mind is made up, I think it's okay to express to your wife that you have doubts. My solution is a bit more elegant. Yeah. And a bit more simple. <laughs> Every oh, time no. you say a prayer, 
quote a Bible verse or speak about faith, use your valley girl type intonation <laughs> and throw everything into the interrogative at the end. <laughs> Hail Mary? <laughs> Full of grace? Blessed are those who believe and do not see? Right. <laughs> see? And then you're subtly throwing everyone else into the questioning mode. <laughs> Without being overt about it. You subconsciously turned them into atheists. <laughs> Just throw the interrogative upturn on the end of everything you say about God. I love that idea. <laughs> Would that be the best to have a priest deliver a mass with nothing but the interrogative uh, up yeah. uptick on everything? No, that, but what you're saying would work, I think. Eventually. I think eventually. Because you're like, wait. Oh, it turns, oh, yeah. It turns everything into a question. You start going, think, oh, what? There's what? no, because yeah. you know what it is? You really are overriding yeah. the logic. You are going into a hardwired rhythm yeah, response. Yeah, yeah. Like you really have uh -huh. to do that. <laughs> the Lord said, this is my body. <laughs> we should be given up for you. Take of it and eat it. Eat my body. <laughs> he then said, this is my blood. Drink also, my blood? I also question, like, the... <laughs> this is me totally digging in unfairly. Mm. I'm curious the health of your father-in-law. Because if your mother and I your, don't think if your wife... Exists. If your wife... No, if your wife and your mother have suddenly doubled down on... Oh, you think that's oh, yeah. what, I think he's gone. He didn't mention him. I don't think he's there. That's what I mean. I'm wondering if he passed. Sure. So they're, they're keeping that line of it's communication It's a coping open. mechanism. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I exactly, know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally sounds like a, <laughs> if it's a, if it's a sudden If it's a sudden reinvigorating of it, usually there's something emotional not being dealt with. Yeah, right. Really. That's me totally barging into your life. No. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Uh, so I would be, I'd be, it'd be there. You have to... You, you're putting your family first so you don't just come out and then let the chips fall where they may. I think you have to take it step by step. Sure. And I, and I think you can... You, But you also have... You, 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 if you do not go to a more honest place, you're going to torture yourself into a terrible place. Do you think this is uh, fair to play like a divorce situation where you wait till the kids are out of the house and then make <laughs> then drop them off? Uh, I mean, I think Since that's... Since they both turn 18. Good night. Uh, uh, that's where it sounds like it's headed without... Right? Without, without, without something else happening. That's where it sounds like it's heading. Yeah. Uh, especially if she has a team of interracial uh, double teamers waiting for her. Have you tried room. just uh, not going to church? <laughs> that move is that move is very powerful. It 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 really does. <laughs> it worked it in work. my house. It does help. <laughs> it does help a lot. People start to go oh, and you can do all kind of fun shit. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff to do on oh, Sundays. Man, there's a bunch of stuff going on. <sighs> so you're gonna see so much good television. <laughs> a lot no, of good just sporting events. Ah. Uh, the foods, because you, you, you know, like a lot of people go to get the big, the big Sunday brunch. Yeah, you can beat the church rush. You can, yeah, you can go there. To, you can go, <laughs> you can go there, there while noon, church yeah. is happening. Get that. Eat your fill, and then here comes get the good part from the carving station. Sunday, and you're out. Oh yeah, right. Get get first dibs on the carving station. I'd like burnt ends, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your best pot of gravy. Uh, and it's also something worth bringing up. You you can uh, go to a counselor who has a believer, you know, who's a believer counselor, and see if you can maybe talk there. Don't get counseled at church. Try to get yeah. counseled. No. Try to get counseled in neutral territory. 
Uh, but you, you can bring, I would bring something Celtic. I would bring it up as well, because as a vampire, you don't want to go anywhere near a church, really. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just suppo- supposing he's a vampire. Yeah, we're reading him. We shouldn't read him. We're reading unfairly. But we know you're a vampire, so you know you're going to outlive everyone that you're talking about. Please don't eat your children. <laughs> I realize. Coffee cup mouth. What? I have a picture of you from 1700s. That's not me. <laughs> I think it's you. Come on. That could be anybody with a coffee cup for a mouth. There's only one coffee cup mouth I've met. Only guy you know. Yeah, or research that turns up online anywhere. It could be plenty of people with that face. It could not be me. What? It might not be me. Robert it, could be double it could be double do. It could be a double do? No. <laughs> I'm taking a real risk guard. <laughs> I'm really putting myself out here with this, with this, with this thing. Oh boy. That is a tough call. But here's the thing. So you're going to... I bet, I bet if you went to counseling, your wife was out to express her own personal doubts too. She's just trying to handle it in a different way. And I think if you just kind of have those voices uh, out on the table, you could do that. And then I think uh, you could take it issue by issue. You might be able to just kind of move behaviorally to a place that's more comfortable for you both. Some of the greatest religious philosophers have the hugest doubts yeah some of them come out the other side going you know what i'm done and you know, some of them come out going oh i've doubled down mother Teresa is all, all of her her uh her letters were, were filled with doubts what a scary lady yes well yeah do some research <laughs> frighten yourself <laughs> suffering i thought you were it's gonna say that uh, suffering some of the greatest religious philosophers have the biggest dicks that's true too. Well, that, so yeah, if you came yeah. home and found a religious huge philosopher, longed people. Yeah, that's why you I say an Francis. I went out and found this interracial huge dick dude to fuck me. Say Francis Big loved philosopher. birds. He could put eight of them on his wiener. Yeah, <laughs> eight birds. <laughs> we're not talking like sparrows. These were like peacocks. I call this one peanuts. <laughs> why? He goes up in my ass. No, no, no. My I th- oh, it's too late. Yeah, I'm St. Francis. I love peanuts. <laughs> Goes with the territory, of course. All right. Well, good luck with that situation, sir. Peanuts, the peacock. Yeah, I would just add that. Uh, could, could you say that the that the unbelief might be a deal breaker? Um, maybe, maybe don't, uh, maybe don't bank on that. Because I mean, just just thinking that something will be a deal breaker doesn't necessarily mean that it is one. I mean, wait, you, are you, you saying could, just you believing just be something doesn't necessarily mean it's true? <laughs> I am saying that, Paul. Nah, I. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just remember, you could be wrong about that about that point. All right. I am infinite in wisdom and judgment. Floods are happening, but had you prayed ahead of time, I would have stopped it. Shit. Also, if you're still My alive, bad, guys. even though you lost all your worldly possessions, thank me. <laughs> I have a plan for you. And say thank you. Say thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> And though I took your loved ones away from you, I had a plan for them. I may have drowned your dog and its several puppies right in front of your eyes, but hey. And it's debatable whether they get to come into heaven and hang out with me. The <laughs> grand fate that I have in store for you outweighs all this terrible shit right now. But had you prayed for your dog ahead of time, I, maybe I would have spared him. Maybe. Who can say? I act in mysterious ways. <laughs> That's my catch-all answer. Mysterious ways. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You want to do a little Jack versus Nerd? Do I? Mysteriously, I I do. (laughs) Perhaps. That's that's not very mysterious. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Herbs there is. <laughs> I prayed the sexplosion away. <laughs> Peanuts. Peanuts the bird. From our buddy Hojack. Oh, yay. Hi, uh, Hojack. Well, hello there, winners, to the 2016 Best Comedy Podcast. Whoa. Gentlemen, it's time to ante up on Jock versus Nerd. In honor of your win and that my Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA title, this Jock versus Nerd will be known as Jock versus Nerd and Consequences, Cleveland Edition. Whoa. Jock vs. Nerd and Consequences, Cleveland Edition. That's a lot. You can't get a Twitter handle for that. It's mouthful. <laughs> uh, here's how it works. There are three prizes. It doesn't. What? No, go ahead. <laughs> Come on. Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> there are three prizes to be had. One for each of you. There will be five Cleveland-themed Jock versus Nerd and five, or uh, sorry, uh, five Cleveland-themed Jock questions and five Cleveland-themed Nerd questions. Guess more right than the other guy, you win your prize. In the, in the event of a tie, Jacob wins his prize. All right. For Matt, the prize is an original vinyl LP of Bruce Springsteen's The River. For Paul. We have Masters of the Universe Battle Sound He-Man in packaging with original Dragon Invasion VHS. I know what He-Man and VHS mean. I know exactly that figure. I have that figure. I bought that same package. I don't have it in package Ooh. anymore. I took him out. Because you ate it. Because no, you ate him to stay no, alive. I played with him. He's great. Those battle sound feet. That's awesome. Okay, fuck yeah. All right, I'm down to All win right. now. I've never, we've never played with for real stakes. I know. Shit. And in the event of a tie, Jacob will be the winner of a bottle of Doers 12. Jesus. Fantastic. Uh, this is, uh, let's start a precedent. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing for prizes. We're playing. <laughs> the losers now that get we're, nothing. Now that we're a winning team. A winning yeah, podcast. Not, not that we're winning podcast. We want more. Yeah, yes. We want, <laughs> we more. want more prizes. Send in, send, in, send in your chalk versus nerd and tell us what you're giving us. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The losers like, get nothing. I like that. Like, like next episode won't be for real stakes. You'll be like pass. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> nothing real <laughs> on the line. I'm out. Meh. We're gonna be passing on a lot of Jock versus Nerd. It's not worth my time. The only thing from a podcast people can describe will start passing on. Yeah, no, yeah. this is good. This is good. This is this is way beyond what we need. Speaking of beyond what we need, here's a jock question for Paul. Oh fuck. Name the three major sports teams in Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians. Okay. The Cleveland Browns good. and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Look at him. Number two. In the 1989 Eastern Conference first round NBA playoffs, Michael Jordan upped his game with a clutch game winning shot over Craig Elho. Elho? Sure. Elo. Elo. Yeah. Elo. Uh, this shot was immortalized forever in just about every montage of Jordan's career and every Cleveland Curse video. This one shot, this one moment, is now known as the what? The shrug? Nope. The hole. Nope. What was it? The clutch. Nope. The cincher. Simpler. The three-pointer. <laughs> Simpler. The basket. The point. What did he do? 
He shot. The shot. The shot. Really? Yep. That's it. Is it the one where he, what did he do afterward? Oh, that was the end of the whole thing? Because it's for real stakes, I hate that you helped him on that one. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know. Oh, no, he didn't get it. Oh, boy. No, he doesn't get credit for that one. All right, fine. Uh, another moment in Cleveland sports misery was in 1987 when the Cleveland Browns were five minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. In the 87 AFC Championship game, the Browns were up 20-13, to 13, and in the span of five minutes, the Denver Broncos quarterback drove his team 98 John yards LA. down the field to win the game. This is known as the drive. Who was this legendary toothy quarterback? John Elway. John Elway is correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Bronco through and through. <laughs> well, I guess I got the touchdown, Wilbur. With the Cavaliers winning this year's NBA championship, uh, the Cleveland curse finally ended after a 52-year championship drought. What city with at least two sports teams now Chicago. has the longest championship drought? Chicago. Uh, would you like to hear the choices? Sure. New England slash Boston. Yeah. B, Cincinnati. Uh-huh. C, Seattle. Yeah. D, New York. Yeah. E, Dallas. I'll go with... Uh, I'm sorry. Hit me again. <laughs> Boston. You may notice that Chicago not on the list. I'm noticing that. Boston, Chica- uh, Boston Cincinnati, oh, Seattle, <laughs> New York, Dallas, or uh, F, Chicago. How long? I didn't say how long it's been. But it's been a long time. It's been a long time. What, what uh, Cleveland had a 52-year drought. Uh, so now, now what is the what is the current longest? Uh, I'll go Dallas. Dallas? Yeah. Incorrect. Ah. The answer is Cincinnati. Oh, I should have known. Which people like my friend Jeff Batchelor know very well. Yeah. I guess the Reds haven't done anything in a long time. And the Oh, yeah, the Bungles. Fuck. Yeah, the Reds, the Bungles. Yeah, nobody, ah, nobody wins shit. in Cincinnati. I should have thought better. Damn it. Uh, it's been 52 years since the last Cleveland championship, uh, which yes. was won by the Cleveland Browns. Uh-huh. What year did the Cleveland Browns last win the Super Bowl? Well, I guess that means they didn't win it until... I don't know. You uh, can't look at your phone. No, I'm not... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wait, they... Oh. No, you know what? They have never done it. What do you mean? They've never won the Super Bowl. Explain. The Browns won before it was known as the Super Bowl. Look at that. Yeah. Good job. Hold it out. Do you know what year? Well. No, you don't. Well, no, I'm thinking now. Now, this is Super Bowl 50 just happened. Uh-huh. Yep. So, minus. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. What's, t- what's 2016 go, minus 50? <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. So, this should be the only time this is nerd question yeah. we ever ask Paul. Uh, what is 2016 minus 50? Uh, what are like in 62 or something? 63 they doing this thing? Wow. You're close. When was it? 64. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because but I didn't, I didn't know, why, but, but I didn't think it was no but no but I didn't think it was exactly that year. You're right. Yeah, it's you been fifty-two years. Use correct logic. So it was sixty. But what is twenty sixteen minus fifty? That's who we want. Don't about. ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul went three for five on that. Jesus. Pulled out the three. Pulled out number Fuck. three there. There's no way I'm going to get three right on this. You Nerd might. questions for Matt. I can smell that He-Man figure coming my this way. This superest of superheroes was created in Cleveland in uh, 1938 by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Jew man. 
Oh boy. Uh, Superman? That is correct. Oof. Also known as Jew Man. <laughs> that is a little piece of trivia that most people don't know. You know, uh, uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, this musician started his career in Cleveland. I think he could take Springsteen in a fight. Fuck. Cleveland rock star? Yep. Take him in a fight. Uh, oh, I want to help you so bad. I know. Because is, is, is that a hint that, he, that he's a fighter? Um, Cleveland rock star. This is, I'm feeling bad because I'm it sure. is a hint. It is a hint. Okay. Not because he's a fighter, but it is a hint. So can you repeat the question? This musician, this musician started his career in Cleveland. I think he could take Springsteen in a fight. Elton John. No, um, I can't come up with another name. Uh, Trent Reznor. Is correct. Trent Reznor is it. Wow. Look Oof. at him. He's from Ohio. Oh. Pulled it out. Uh, this sexy 1975 cult classic movie takes place in Cleveland and is currently being remade for some reason. It's a cult classic? Yep. 1975. This cult. sexy 1975 cult classic movie takes place in Cleveland and is currently being remade for some reason. I'm going to start speaking like this in say, all cases. Well, you want me to get this right, Jacob. You want This is doers for you. I want I get, you to get one of the next three correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one of the next three. Um, uh, adventures in Babysitting. Oh, incorrect. The uh, correct answer is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ah. Into, I did not remember that took place in Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would not have remembered that was in Cleveland either. I also know that for a fact, Adventures of Babysitting did not come out in 1975. <laughs> That's the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2007, Spider-Man 3 was shot partially in downtown Cleveland. That movie sucked. Another superhero <laughs> movie that was shot in Cleveland in 2012 was directed by Josh Whedon. Uh, this went on to be one of the biggest movies of all time. What was it? Oh, fuck. Sorry, not Josh. Joss. 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 Yeah, yeah. Josh, I, always, Joss. I always call him Josh. Josh. Josh Sweden. We're friends, so I call him Josh. Paul, you know the answer to this, right? I'm pretty sure. I would have gotten this one. Biggest movie of all time? One of the biggest movies of all time is the wording in the question. It's not Avatar. Um, that was what's his name. Also, there's not a whole lot of lush jungle in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you just ain't going to the right parts. Apparently not. <laughs> I've been to the right neighborhood. Oh, I've got me some lush jungle in Cleveland. <laughs> That's what I call my downstairs zone. My lush Cleveland jungle. Joss Whedon. It's not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> it's not. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. You don't know? I should guess. You just uh, don't remember that this movie was directed by Joss Whedon is what it is. That's totally true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess the, uh, one of the Batman movies. Oh. Wrong universe. Yep, the Avengers. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't realize that because I because John Favreau directed the Iron Man, and so I always yeah. mistakenly think he directed them all. Yeah, Whedon did the Avenger movies. Okay. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, director of the films There Will Be Blood and Magnolia, is the son of what legendary Cleveland celebrity? Uh, A. Goulardi. Sure. B. Bob Hope. C. Big Chuck. D, Bozo the Clown. Uh, e, the Norton Furniture Guy. Oh, now the multiple choices come out. <laughs> Fucker. Now that I can't win my Springsteen, all I can do now is win Jacob Booze or get Paul his He-Man figure. That's right. All right. 
What do they... you want your microphone left on or not? <laughs> I might be able to at least have a sip of Dewar's. That's true. I would like to eat some of Paul's toys. <laughs> oh, this is tough. All right, give me the, give me the, uh, give me the. Uh, Paul the... Thomas Anderson, director of the films "There Will Be Blood" and "Magnolia," is the son of what leg- legendary Cleveland celebrity? Okay. A. Goulardi. Hmm. I don't know who that is. But go on. B. Bob Hope. C. Big Chuck. D. Bozo the Clown. E. The Norton Furniture Guy. I'm debating between Bozo the Clown and the Norton Furniture Guy. Those are my two. That's where I'm hedging. That's where that's where I'm going here. Goulardi. Bob Hope. I don't know who that is. I would have known if it was Bob Hope. Bozo the Clown. Who's Big Chuck? I don't know. All right. (laughs) Who's Big Chuck? The Norton Furniture Guy. I I have no idea who Big Chuck is. Uh, I'm going to go with Norton. I'm going to go with uh, Bozo. I'm going to go with Big Chuck. No, 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 no. I'm going to go with Chilari. Galardi is correct. No, Matt for the tie. No, Matt for the tie. Not what happened. Tie game, Jack versus Nerd. Thank you, Ho Jack. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Not what happened. Jacob literally had, it was the last one. (laughs) My last guess was the correct guess. Asshole. Matt for the tie. Thank you, Hojack. You are a wonderful man. I would send Paul his action. (laughs) I wouldn't. You don't have to. (laughs) But if you want your questions read on air, I would suggest gifts. I can't no, tell you how. I'm getting the first two. Yeah, because Paul controls anything that we do on the air. No, the first two yeah, I got right, I was holding the Springsteen album in my hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> you were close. You uh, got cocky, kid. I got cocky. No, thank you Instead, so much. Instead, you only tied it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Yes. Um, I want to thank everyone who voted for us for the podcast awards. It really Guys, it meant a lot to us because you did it, not because the award means anything. It really so was nice. wonderful. So, so thank you so much. Um, I want to thank the uh, audio mafia, the visual mafia, all the people on our social media team. You can find us anywhere on social media under the Hey Scoops moniker. Uh, you can get on discussions with us. As, oh, and uh, there's a fabulous, uh, the, the flat kidney uh, discussions already begun on our Reddit page. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the link to the Reddit page is on HeyScoops.com. So Reddit's getting nice and busy now. Yeah, if, you've, if you haven't used Reddit before, it's intimidating. And I get that. It's a, it's a different format. It kind of works almost like a 90s internet-like way. Uh, but don't. It does feel like an RSS it does. page. It, it does. It feels like it feels like an old uh, our, message board. Or message board. It rather, feels like yeah. an old message board. But uh, don't be. Don't be intimidated by it. Uh, get on there and get keep the discussion going. Because basically, the only people who know how to use Reddit up until this point just know how to bitch about our show. So we'd like some positive people there. So feel free to go. Feel free on to there. go there. <laughs> or, or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. That's the best way to reach us personally. Uh, what else? So um, there's we don't we... have thank yous today because we get through all of this month's thank yous in the first four weeks of the month. Yeah, because we didn't realize this was a five week month. Yeah, but with the five week, we are adding another. We're doing a we're recording an extra episode. So uh, we, we're gonna, we're gonna owe you lots of episodes now. That's right. Because we didn't get a, we didn't get a tenth episode out this month. We'll be getting. Or we don't. We technically we did because of the extra week. But you know yeah, what we're yeah. saying. We're yeah, recording yeah. extra episodes. And I think we're going to hit the mark again next month. I think so. It looks like looking it. Looking good. It's looking like it. So thank, thank you. you. Guys, your donations are really helping. Yeah. And even some people donated once we won the award, which I thought was really nice. That's great. <laughs> I was like, oh, they won. We should back them. That's uh, so awesome. So thank you. We really appreciate hey, it. Hey, man, people like to get behind a winning thing. We'll yeah. take whatever the reason is. Yep. And June June isn't even over yet. We've already shattered last month's downloads. June is busting out all over. Uh, we break we, records every month. It's, it's great. It's unreal. We broke, we broke the all-time record for downloads in a month 
uh, I think by on like June 19th. Awesome. And then we've just been killing it since. So it's been really fun. So thank you for everybody who's new listeners and, and all the like. Thank you guys for continuing the Obelisk scheme, turning new people onto the show. Yes, Obelisk scheme. Remember, you took one person and one person only and turned them onto our show. If you do multiple people, that is a pyramid scheme, and that's a scam. Not we are not a pyramid scheme. No. Not what we do. We do an Obelisk scheme. Mm-hmm. You pick one person. And they become a listener. Yep. Very small pyramid on top. Hey, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, that's it. I want to thank you guys for being a listener, being a subscriber. Uh, please subscribe to us on whatever app you have. If you, you use a podcast app and we're not on it, we want to know what that is, so that we are available to you whichever way you prefer. Uh, and uh, if you can find time to give us a review uh, on Stitcher or iTunes or give us some stars, that helps us get recommended uh, on those platforms. And so a little bit of effort there helps. Uh, and other than that, thank you so much for being a listener. We love entertaining you and making your commute or your job or your, wherever you're stuck suck a little less. That's us. Um, all right, take it away, Dippin' Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. Coffee cup mouth? Hey, don't don't use my name. Oh, sorry. Uh, Softy sup south? People are going to figure that out. <laughs> People are going to what? They're going to figure out. They're not dummies. People aren't dumb. Do I want a gummy? Do I want a piece of gum? <laughs> I would. I wish I didn't have a gummy cup for a mouth. All right, let's all say grace. Softy sup mouth, you start. Heavenly Father? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, it's time for a little limerick action, and you know what that means. Drums! Drums! Damn drums, though. Chris Roberts would like a limerick about my MMA classes finally paying off when I make a trip to Vegas in November and have to defend myself against Jacob the Neck Puncher. In the style of a WWE wrestler with an imaginary beef with someone dedicated to all the Johnny Australia fans. <laughs> that is in depth. I'm going to get the pin. I'll beat you again and again. I'll give you a clothesline time after time because in the squared circle, I win. <laughs> yeah. Christy Salinas would like a limerick. Uh, Topic, that frantic clean that you do right before company comes over. Dedicated to me and my sister, Lauren. There's clothes all over the floor. Messy dishes and cups galore. But fuck all of that. Before I pick up a single hat, I'll make sure my dildos are all in the drawer. (laughs) It's just prioritizing. That's right. (laughs) And David Slow Churn Scoop would like a haiku. Oh, a haiku. Shit. What the fuck? <laughs> That's different drums. Them rivers, though. <laughs> so relaxing. <laughs> I would like a haiku about Jacob's secret love for Johnny Australia and being down under the nest.
His tongue is magic. My balloon knot quivers so. Jacob lick my ass. <laughs> Uh, since we're at the end, we should talk a little bit about sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, uh, did you see who died today? What? No. As we record this. Shut no. up. We had two uh, two sports legends die today. What? Had uh, Buddy Ryan, the, uh, the fabled uh, defensive coordinator yeah, yeah, yeah. and head coach. Uh, his sons are both coaches in the NFL now. But he was the uh, the defensive coordinator for the 85 Bears, invented the... Uh, what is the, the Super Bowl the 40, shuffle? Yeah. Invented the, the 46 defense. Yeah. Which was basically run more blitzers at the at the offensive line than they could handle right which is kind of smart yeah and uh the second is uh pat summit oh i didn't know that pat summit passed yeah away. yeah so pat summit died today she was uh 64 that's crazy uh, and had to retire over um alzheimer's yeah Very alzheimer's tragic. dementia yeah um just watching a little espn this morning uh she was 22 when she started uh the uh the lady vols uh, uh basketball team started coaching at twenty two, yeah, oh, I believe no she, one will ever have more wins. I than believe she started the. T- I believe she started the team then too. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, total total pioneer, unbelievable yeah. figure in, in women's basketball. Winning, winningest coach in not just women's uh, college women's basketball, but uh, but just college basketball, right? And then everyone gets into the whole, yeah, whatever about the gender thing. I don't care about that. Sure, uh, just an no, unbelievable. No, figure she won. For, she won more games than anybody for, else. Uh, smart, helped, la- smart lady who knew the game. Yeah, and uh, probably created the WNBA. About ten years before it would have been created, otherwise. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, Buddy Ryan. I, that's uh, his. Uh, if you in his his uh, his sons are not anywhere near him in comparison for no. crazy characters. No. Buddy no. Ryan no. Growing up with uh, those are the LT days. That's right. Uh, and uh, the only quarterback never sacked by Lawrence Taylor uh, was Randall Cunningham. Yeah. So Buddy that. Ryan. Whoa. Buddy Ryan's coach team there. And man, as always, that you we Giants hate playing the Eagles. And uh, Buddy Ryan was the that that the name still puts a pit in my stomach because oh, of, yeah. of knowing Eagles games. One of my favorite things that I ever saw with Buddy Ryan, he was a defensive coordinator. Oh, where was he? It might have been Houston. Uh, where he had a like a, a full out punching like a, a fist fight yeah. with the offensive coordinator on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, pretty with, famous. With one of his other coaches, yeah, it, it just like started throwing fists. And he has two sons who are gigantic men. Yes, uh, uh, and uh, they look like 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 a like a like a Knight Rider Goliath style. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they look like they look like an evil version of the other. Yes. Um. Uh. So if you ever get just and now one works for the other one, right? Yeah, Rob Ryan is now working for Rex Ryan. Yeah, Rex Ryan and which, Rob Ryan. Which Robin we, Rex. We could see another fist fight on the sideline between Easily. two coaches. And then, and because they're family, you have to stay out of it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They have to like break it up like no, they're they're brothers. You have to let them do this. But you know you know what the police and everybody you have to be like they're they're family. This is what happens when you have two football player brothers. You know what drives Rex Ryan crazy though? What's that? Is that Rob Ryan has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, that's he right. Because the Ravens. Orleans. Oh no, from New Orleans. Oh no, he but... was the defensive coordinator for New Orleans. Oh wait, wait, no, 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 no. That that was uh, Greg. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say. Rex, Never mind. Yeah, uh, Rex Rob, came after. Rob came in the the next year. And I think um, Rex has a ring from Baltimore. I think. 
Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm confused then. I think you I are must confused. Be. I, think, I think Rex has the ring and Rob doesn't. Correct. Okay. I, th- I think that's the, the deal there. But here's the thing. If you're not a sports fan and you're still listening, please Google the image of them riding a tandem bicycle. It'll, it'll make you laugh for days. <laughs> Rob and Rex Ryan tandem bicycle. It's real, too. I thought it was Photoshop when someone no! presented it. And I was like, they legit got on a tandem it's bicycle. Wonderful. Two gigantic men. On a tandem bicycle is funny. It's like two that gigantic, famous picture of twins two, riding the... That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So two gigantic men riding a tandem bicycle, funny. Two tw- gigantic twins riding a bicycle, even funnier. Two gigantic twins who are actually celebrity football coaches? <laughs> Just Why great. would they do that? that? For me, I think. That, <laughs> they did it for me. Is that picture in a Guinness book somewhere? Of uh, the, the of them? Yeah. So you're, <laughs> yeah, I think so. You're thinking so. of the two, like, the two giant fat twins riding the tiny little motorcycles. Yeah, yeah but... That also should be yeah. Should be on, like, be. If there's like that Guinness, be the if, there's, new if there's Guinness Monthly, that should be on the cover right? of Guinness Monthly. <laughs> Agreed. Anyway, so do that for yourself. All right, scoops. See you tomorrow.